Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to Helicare the Shield Podcast, your your podcast for weekly reviews of, of Marvel's Angels of Shield, the hit show on ABC. I'm your host Andrew Buck, as usual, and with me is my co-host Dan Schmidt. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. Me and Dan are both a bit under the weather this week. <coughs> yeah, you're probably gonna hear me cough a lot, and. Uh, so on. So I apologize if I, if I sound weird, which I probably do right now. But um, yeah, it's. I hate getting sick. I. Ugh. Yeah. Um, it's nasty. It's it, oh, it's so nasty. Um, yes. But yeah, we're gonna jump into some. It, it's been a while, and a lot a lot of news yeah. has come out since we you know before we we we, we came back, and Most definitely. Uh, and some of that um, those news you may have heard on. The regular ATA news section with Nico, but just yeah. to do a, um, a speed Shield news section this week, and also by the way, there's no comic section this week with Seek. Uh, we weren't able to make uh, make it work this week, but hopefully, by by the time the show returns in March, we will be able to have more comic corners with him. But yeah, yeah. some but some speedy Shield news. Um, during a set visit <coughs> of, uh, of Marvel's Age of Shield, with with, a, with where several uh, journals were in te- was attending. It was announced from Marvel that um, Deathlock, Marvel's Deathlock, was coming to the show, yes. and the fear that that we have been thinking about since that episode, when he it was revealed that he was still alive, it was finally confirmed that Mike Peterson, aka J. August Richards, is going to become Deathlock. Or became Deathlock. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. And um, I don't even know why we t- we're talking about this in in, in news section, yeah. but but still, it was something that was really cool to see. Uh, as it was happening during the set visit, I don't think the journalist w- w- was informed by the producers there. I think Marvel just announced it while they were there, and um, right. but we also had another announcement that we haven't talked about at all. So you guys know that in episode 15 of Ages of Shield, Lady Sif, played by the magnificent Jamie Alexander, yes, is um, she's going to do an, epi- an episode for the show, and we've we it's been revealed who you know why she's coming to the show. Um, why she's coming to Earth specifically? Marvel's Lorelei uh, is coming to the show, the sister of Enchantress. Yes. Who we haven't seen yet in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we may see her in Thor three. Yeah, th- that would be a really cool setup, actually. Yes, it would be. Exactly, and um, kind of tell people that there's more villains in God Thor's Rogues Gallery than just Loki. Exactly, I feel it's really good, and. Um, the actress who's going to portray her uh, is Elena, uh, Elena Sadden. I may, I'm sorry if I'm saying her last name wrong. Uh, you may recognize her from Smallville as the wife of Aquaman, Mira, okay. to be specific. And I thought it was really cool when they announced that she was, you know, she's pretty good uh, as an actress. Yes. I, I'm, she's good with the, with the vocabulary when it comes to being all sophisticated and you know royal and and so on. And uh, because they come from Asgard. That's probably why uh, they, ca- you know, that's probably one of the reasons why she got the role because she's so good at delivering those kind of lines. Uh, Dan, what do you think about this casting and this character? I think it's good. I think she's going to make someone for God, Lady Sif to fight and go up against. Kind of gives a purpose to it because it would be kind of silly if God, Lady Sif came in to help God, the Ages of Shield fight AIM agents. Um, I think you need an epic godlike figure for her to face to make that episode worthwhile. Kind of maybe set up for future Thor movies, as you said before. Yeah, 
we may actually hear a reference to Enchantress. Um, I'm not sure it's not been confirmed yet, but I would not be surprised if that is the case. I agree. And um, we, I, 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 we have not seen any images yet for this episode, um, but I have been informed, you know, when we were informed during the set visit, I was not there, of course, but I was watching Twitter, and uh, some pe- some people were t- saying that they were getting to see fight scenes between Lorelei and um, yeah. Lady Seth, and um, I think it's re- it's gonna be pretty cool, actually. I agree. And God, uh, I'm looking forward to that episode. It's gonna be a big highlight. Yeah. For what's to come? Yeah, and I think it's gonna be a much better episode, you know, tie-in episode than right episode. Was it eight? The, yes. Well. So, because we're actually seeing a character from the movie. Well, she's not. She's not been in the movies yet. Well, I mean, from a, a Thor movie. Yeah. Well, it's something yeah. you know, a villain that is actually you know, no, known in the comic books, a character that's actually someone we actually may see again. Right. In the movies. Kai was actually talking more about Lady Sif, but yeah, I get your point. Okay. Um. But yeah, I also I think one of the reasons why. She's doing this episode, although I, I'm not sure if this is true, but maybe they're trying to get some of her movies or you know appearances done on her contract uh, because she didn't have a big, she didn't have that big of a role in right. the sequel, which I, I was quite dis- kind of disappointed with. So I'm hoping, yes. but like with Samuel Jackson, this could be another one where she will do the, this episode and it won't like, affect her contract because Sam right. Jackson said that this that his cameo was outside his contract, and he, he has three more movies left on his contract, but don't worry, he says that he's willing to renew it. For sure. And uh, <clears throat> and also, just jumping quick um, to some recent announcements, um, yesterday, uh, today it's um, this uh, February 7th, 2014, yes. it was announced by Variety.com and Hollywood Report and so on that Paul Bethany, who is the voice of Jarvis, He's yes. going to portray Division in, a, in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, this casting makes perfect sense. Yes, especially if Ultron, and AKA Vision, is created by Tony Stark. That would be I, that, that would be interesting if he actually created Vision. I, I'm still not sure if um, I still think you know it's it's at this point it seems that he is probably going to create Ultron. But I don't know if he's going to create right. Vision, to be honest. Well, he may create Vision as a way to counteract Ultron. That's interesting. Because I, I think the purpose of Ultron, why he, Tony's created it, is to uh, maintain his retirement based on the events at the end of Iron Man 3. Okay, that's interesting. So Ultron is intended to be the next step beyond extremists. So it's he's he's putting an artificial intelligence in a suit. Technically, is what he's doing. Okay. Instead well, of just being able to mentally control it. Interesting. Well, I like that. And also, a few days ago, and maybe Dan, you want to take this one. Yeah. So which one? Is, so what? What did we hear a few days ago? Evangeline Lilly has been up for possibly being cast in as Ant in Ant Man, as Wasp. Yeah, at least the female lead that's been said, but st- they're speaking that it is the female lead, that it is the Wasp. And if yeah. I'm going to pull up the article and s- see what it actually said, because 
And that she played the the elf that ran around with Legolas in The Hobbit. Yeah, and she's also known for Lost, which I never saw. For Lost, yes. Yeah, people are going to kill me now because I have never seen it. I never really watched Lost because it was on at the same time as Smallville. So that's why I never started getting into that because I was watching Smallville on Wednesday nights when that was airing. Yeah, and some people told me that it's so complicated and that you 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 should, you know just don't right. see it. Um, <clears throat> so our, the article says that um, the plot details are still vague, but fans have suspected that Wright is taking a different approach. It's unclear whom yes. Lily will, would be play, playing, though some insiders say she would play the daughter of Pym and Lang's love interest. That That's would make sense. That's that would make a lot of sense, and I. Yeah, it makes sense for a movie, though. Yeah, does it? And th- th- what's her origin in the in the in the comic books? Like she's, God, she's hired as his, as Hank Pym's lab assistant. Is what she is. Again, her father apparently gets mixed up into some shady business. Can he gets killed? Can that essentially makes her become a superhero? Because she wants revenge and Ant-Man helps her do so. Okay. Well, the article doesn't say actually was, but to be honest, from what I'm seeing, and right. but I still think it, that is probably the role because... Well, it makes sense because like, you could say her father, Hank Pym, maybe gets into danger or gets into some sort of trouble based on his past career as a superhero. And she turns to Scott Lang for help. Yeah, or something that, like that. I feel that would be make a lot more sense to be honest that she's the daughter yeah. of the first Hank uh, the first Ant-Man and uh, then the, the, and, then no go on and, and that'll appease the Avengers fans who know her as one of the founders of the Avengers and also I'm like what because like does it re- to me I don't really care who you know who her parents are in the comic books I think this would be make a more smoother connection to be honest I agree. So yeah, she's so it's not being confirmed if, if that she's being cast in the role, but she is being eyed for it apparently. And the I trust com I think is a pretty good um, news source information. Yes, it is. Well, and it's a real magazine too. Yeah, and also it's this seems this that. seems also really believable to be honest. Like I could see her because she is now you know with Hobbit, she's gonna become a big deal now in Hollywood. Again. Yes, because from what I heard after Lost, it did, didn't go really that well for her afterwards. Right, but she got pretty well known for Lost. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. That's why she's getting roles here. I know it was just, it was just that. Yeah. Um, she didn't get any good project to do. Right, exactly. But um, it's turning around for her though. Yeah, I she's amazing. If you yeah. haven't seen Hobbit two yet, get the f out of here and and watch it. Yeah, it's a great film. It's a great film. And then we have <coughs> we have one more thing to talk about, uh, which because it came out like just recently and I feel even though it's so unnecessary because we all knew it, that that was the case but people had to k- k- keep asking you know is it really part of the same universe or whatever but apparently a few days ago uh, D- Disney CEO Bob Iger uh, confirmed during a Disney fr- financial webcast that first off Winter Soldier is going to be connected to both Avengers Avengers: Age of Ultron is as a lead-in, and Obviously. also and also Ages of Shield. And that makes um, sense. and from what he, I don't know if this is the exact quote, but he apparently said 
Because all Mar- Marvel content and characters exist in, in a connected universe, this movie also sets some critical events in motion that will lead directly into Age of Ultron, and some f- facets will, of the story in Captain America Winter Soldier will also be reflected in upcoming episodes of Marvel's Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. Now, I don't know if there's if it's going to be from multiple episodes. Great. But, hey, I'm... I'm fine with that if it's from, you know, it makes sense because I think that after Winter Soldier, which we are going to review by the way on this podcast, right. it's probably going to do Almost huge, to. huge deal to the whole show perhaps because. Yeah, I, I have a feeling Shield is going to be influenced or changed in some way based on the events of that movie that's going to affect the film. Yeah, and then also the, the other part of that, of that. Um, uh, that, that whole thing was apparently recently an interview with uh, Drew Pierce, who wrote Iron Man 3 and the upcoming Marvel one-shot, um, All Hail the King. He's f- confirmed that he, he confirmed apparently that these Marvel television shows that are coming to Netflix will be part of the MCU, which was obvious. Right. F, to be honest, because why would they not? Exactly. And he seems to be a big fan of Jessica Jones, so I hope he gets to write a few episodes of that show. Yeah. So yeah, we can put this th- that subject to rest now. All right. sh- okay, everything they do on televisions, uh, on television and on the big screen are in the same universe. There's never going to be like, oh, great. We have a show on um, NBC that is a Marvel show. Oh, it's not part of our universe. F F no. Right. So the animation is a little bit separate. Yeah, thank lord. God, I will say that, but uh which is a good thing. Anything live action is connected. Yeah. So people, yeah. we are, you know, we're done with this subject. That there's nothing more to com- be concerned about. Right. And um, it makes sense, and I'm glad, you know, for because some fans are just like, no, they're not. It's gonna, it's not gonna be connected. Right. And uh, we're not gonna talk about uh, the new trailers that came out for Captain America: Winter Soldier and so on because, um. We 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 just want to move on with the episode, but I will say that the right. trailer was amazing. Those were all our, our news for S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and, yeah. and the MCU in general. And we're going to jump right into this episode. Episode 13, Tracks. I have no idea what, is, what it stands for. Great. And, yeah. yeah. So first off, let's talk about the train, the storytelling device they did with the train yeah. aspect. I loved it. I, again, I might have been a little bit under the weather when I was watching this episode. I thought it was slightly confusing. I know. I think it was confusing for a lot of people in the <clears throat> in the first viewing, but we've seen this before, Dan. Right. Like, I'm. I'm. It didn't Firefly do that in an episode. Yes, I. I just think that they maybe should have explained. God, at the beginning of the episode, that there was a device that was doing this, or that that you know, Clavarian had stolen something like this. Just so we had a, kind of an idea it was coming. I guess, but still. I, I think... It, I, I, I understood that you know, they were telling it from different okay. perspectives and so on. I got that. I, just, I felt that there needed to be like a caption or some kind of thing that was telling us to do that. Because there was an episode of Terminator of the Sarah Connor Chronicles that did this sort of thing. But I thought it was made much clearer when they did the, the jumping back and forth than this episode was. I see. 
but ultimately, character development-wise, kind of where this story ended up was in a good place. Okay, so I think that ultimately made the episode work. Okay, of course, the Stan Lee cameo was also... Yeah, we, we, we will get to that. And also, I, <laughs> I just need to point out, um, <laughs> J. August Richards just posted on Twitter a photo of him and Anthony Mackie, who's going to play Falcon in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And That's pretty awesome. <laughs> these are the hashtags. Black History Month, Marvel Team Up, Deathlog meets Falcon, Anthony Mackie, <laughs> Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Age of S.H.I.E.L.D., New Orleans. Nice. I, when I saw Anthony Mackie at Comic-Con, like, during the panel... Like I didn't, I didn't get to talk to him, but he was hilarious, dude. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe they can get him to pop up on Agents of Shield. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think that's actually the case. There's some talk that he may actually show up in Avengers Two, but we need to see the movie first to see what right, happens. Right, right, right. But I, I, I felt I, I just wanted to point out that because it was such a great, fun photo. I agree. No, but the, the story handle device, I. I can see the problem people had with it, but at the same time, I felt it made a lot of sense anyway. Be- and also because that Shield has never done that before. Goal well, was to keep things fresh. It just it was trying exactly to make things not feel so repetitive. And also, apparently, the writers of this episode, Lauren DeFrank and um, Ray Ray Judkins or something. Yeah. I, sorry if I'm blanking on the name, but uh, apparently, they were writers of Shuck. Okay. So. Uh, I think I, I don't know. Did and they Chuck also did an episode on a train on Chuck. Yeah, they so did. good fit. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <coughs> sorry. Uh, no, but I, I really enjoyed the whole train thing. I, it was a nice change to actually get out of the bus. Yeah. Even although May wasn't really down with it, but she, Agent May is Agent May. Yes. And she did. By the way, Agent May was trending worldwide that night. Awesome. And also, uh, Ward and Colson were trade uh, as as a one hashtag was trending too. Well, I think there were a lot of points where people were like, "Oh my God, are they dead?" Okay. <sighs> yeah, and we're gonna talk about some death yeah. in this episode. I, first of the Stanley cameo. I, let's talk about the the the, um, the covers that he had. It was kind of genius that Simmons was cover uh, being undercover as Colson's daughter, and yeah, oh my god, did I laugh my butt off the whole night when I kept thinking about that scene afterwards? Like that was hilarious. Yeah. What did you think? I thought their their whole chemistry with her and Colson was just a lot of fun. Yeah, they have great chemistry. To be honest, they really do. Yeah. Uh, making him, you know, her daughter. That I mean, her, now, wow! I said that totally wrong. Making Coulson, um, you know, Simmons' father. I I really like that. Um, because we we've joked about them. We've joked about Coulson being considered dad of the team. So for them to give him the title of the episode, that was kind of fun. I <laughs> no, it <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> sorry. It was no, it was just hilarious, honestly, and it. Yeah. And we, Elizabeth Henson, she's really shown a lot of layers to her as an actress for the past couple of episodes. I agree. And it was awesome, and Sky and Fitz together. That was good, and I wanted to ask: Do you think people 
start shipping that a little bit. Possibly. I don't know. Because it kind of went that direction. Skits? Is that the ship name? <coughs> I guess. Let's see. We have Skimmins, Sky and Simmons. We have Way, which is Warden May. Skyward. Sky and Ward. Yeah. Then we have... Oh my god, is Colton sh- shipping with anybody? I have Cole no idea. Colay. Um, I was. I actually name? came up with a shipper name for Ward and Colson that night. I it was um, Wallison. Okay. And no, but I really enjoyed Sky and Fitz doing that cover. And yeah, Sky, I'm sorry, that accent was not good. Well, I like that. Yeah, that's true. But I like the point you made off camera. I mean, not off camera, off on the recording, where you were talking about how uh, this show really has it defined which character should be with who. Yeah, it's not like Arrow where, where it where there are, are a lot of re- re- a lot of relationships, and it's not a bad thing that that there's are that they have a lot of relationships um, focused. I, I love that. It's just that Shield doesn't, to be honest. Um, yeah. And if they do, it's not as heavily featured as it is on Arrow. Well, I think it's different in networks. Uh, that too. CW is very heavily relationships and girlfriend, boyfriend, that kind of jazz. Yeah, which is okay. It's totally okay. No, but right. I... Let me think. What else is there to say about the covers? No, it was... Sky and Fitz were amazing. Uh, May... Okay, let's talk about Agent May's costume or yeah. suit. Black Widow much? Yeah, and did she? And she looked good. But she's that type of character. Yeah, and also makes sense because she's. I don't know if they establish this, but I think she's kind of at the level of Black Widow's level when it comes to. Oh yeah, I agree. Like I would love to see them go toe to toe. That'd be cool. We never get to see it, but that would be cool. Hey, never say never. Right. If it happens, it's probably going to be. In the in one of the movies, I don't think Scarlett Johansson is going to come on the show. To be honest, right? I agree. That's what I was saying. Um, no, but I felt she was. They they really messed her up in this episode. So she was, you know, she they they beat her up, and she like when she was um, captured by those guys, and she was like, "You just made this this too easy for me." She like she looked like a killer. Like she looked yeah. Her eyes were crazy, yo. Yeah, I agree. But um, that's the thing with Jess Whedon. He really likes to rough up his hero characters. Whether they're male or female. But I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, May is just as tough as um, Clockeye or one of the superheroes. And that's cool. Agreed. And yeah, she's a little crazy, and I think that's a... Not, cra- not really crazy, but she's, like, incredibly... Strict. Yes. So it's not really about her being crazy because she is one of the smartest women on the show. But. Can that leave the door open for character development? Yeah. Can it make us interested? We know. Why is she this way? What makes her tech? Yeah. No, but uh, let's move on and talk about. This... <sighs> there's, a, there's a big point in this episode uh, because Sky has really. She was so motivated and so 
force driven this this week, and I love that. Well, th- this week in the past couple of weeks. You mean the past couple of episodes? Because the show yeah, is- the past yeah, well, yeah, the past couple of episodes. Yeah, and I like that Ward was actually, that that he had actually noticed that she was much more serious now yeah. than she was previously, but he still doesn't know why, and she's right. still worried about her being in oh eight four, and she. Fitz, you didn't really make that easy for her when you were t- responding like that. When she asked, yeah. like, what do you guys do with... <coughs> what was it, living 084s? But he didn't know that. Yeah, and like, what did he say? He said, you know, oh, we're just going to kill them. Yeah. Um, but he's going to feel horrible once he finds out the truth. He's probably going to apologize. I, I... Yeah. Okay, so Sky's... She's... She's taking a lot of risks this week, and I like that. Yeah. I'm glad that she was the one who found Mike. Yes. And let's talk about... I think their stories are kind of intertwined. Yeah, because you know they met during the pilot. Yeah. They... <sighs> they were both brought into this story together. Exactly. And Mike's look, Mike looked even more messed up. This, t- this time than previously. And yeah, well... But now we need to talk about the beginning of Deathlock. Right. That prosthetic leg, that looked so freaking amazing, like, visually. Yes. It looked like something that they had actually put a lot of money into, like in the movies. Well, it was something, you know, they've done it. We've seen this a lot in animation. With, like, a cyborg character called Mind Young Justice or... Teen Titans and stuff. Got to see it live action like this. That was kind of nuts. I mean, it was almost like they hired the special effects artist for that new RoboCop movie coming out. Could have had him do Deathlock. Because that's really cool. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. Like, and I think some people are thinking that oh, it's that it. No, 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 no. We're gonna get we're gonna get to see more. Well, I want to see some you know special effects, maybe some fighting with the leg. Yeah, and I think That'd be cool. I think we're gonna get there eventually. Yeah, I think. I think what what I'm still missing is the eyepiece or perhaps something for for his hand because it's that that part is still burned and everything. Cool. Maybe we haven't seen all the parts yet. Yeah, because when when um, what's his name? Uh, when Quinn was looking into that briefcase, did it look like that there was something else in there? Yeah. Like, I was like, you know, it seemed, you know, he said, you know, we, we, you know, we bought all the best technology for you to use or something. Right. I, I thought he was implying that he had actually bought more pieces for him. <coughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we, we see that Mike has been completely taken over, but he's st- there seems to be still a part of him that is still in control. Right. And that's where I think Sky and his story is connected. Because I think we're going to see Sky. Hopefully, once she gets through this circumstance, she's under. Try to reach out for to him in that way. Yeah, and um, we see in the with um, yeah, but he you know he kills all those a- um, agents up there. It's not it, not right. shield agents, but it's I don't know was it buyers? I don't know who he killed. God, yeah, it seemed like it was it was buyers. Yeah, and he killed them off, and he was he was instructed to do not approach yeah. shield, and. Um, and you know he wants to see his son, and we don't know what that's going to turn into either. 
yeah, um, uh, he, we know that um, that his son is parent with a grandmother. Yes. So that's good to know that he's safe. But I, right. other than that, I don't know what, what, how, <coughs> when we're actually going to see him again. But yeah, we see. I feel like this story is going to go a tragic direction. And I don't like that, but I think that's where it's going to go. Who do you think? So you, do you think he's going to die, or do you think that one of the members of Shield is going to die? I think his story is just going to have a sad ending to it. I don't know if someone's going to die in particular. So you think he? Because here's the thing: I I want him to, when the the show actually eventually do get its second season, and yeah. it looks like according to Paul Lee during the TCA, um, he's he plans to have Shield uh, around for a long time, and okay. um, he. Speaking of that, I just need to comment on this aspect. I respect I respect that a president of a network can actually acknowledge when when a pro, when a show is having its problems with the ratings or the arcs and so yes. on. And he said, you know, we it took a t- it took a while for us to get there, and uh, it's uh, you know I know it's been a bumpy road, but now it seems that you know people are starting to really get into the show. We get we're now steady and everything. And uh, there's some good stuff coming up. He said that uh, the clairvoyant is gonna be revealed in the season finale, apparently, and uh, that's when he ta- when he also revealed about uh, Lady Sif and so on, and that was pretty cool. So I, I like right. that he was able to actually realize that you know what we we, we had we, it's been a bumpy road. The only thing I'm worried about is the voice is gonna start airing soon, both on Monday and Tuesdays. Yes. So is Shield gonna drop to the third number? I know, but yeah, it's I, guys. I think don't don't think uh, don't hope that Shield is gonna be on Tuesday nights next year. I think that they're gonna move it to some other night. I yeah, I, I think they're gonna rethink their schedule. Yeah, and also hope hopefully not order a bunch of crappy comedies. Well, they they they've got some new stuff coming out. Um, can I think some things are gonna get moved around, and we'll also see. God, what's going to happen to some new shows that they had this year? God, because we don't know if Wonderland's still going to be around. Oh, it, it's go- it's it's going to be gone. There's no way that show is coming back after it's when okay. once it's aired its, its final episodes. I think it's done. Okay, once upon a time could be up in the air after the end of this next season. Yeah, but okay, let's next focus. Next yeah, season. let's focus on this one. I yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with Deathlock. I actually think that he's actually going to have a good ending. or a good, By the end of the season, we're going right. to see something really positive for him. Maybe. Uh, I don't know if Deathlock's going to be a season one arc or if he's going to go longer. That, that's my question. Well, here's the thing. People, you know, the showrunners probably realize that, <coughs> that they probably realize that Geogus Richard is one of their favorites. Is one of their right. favorite in in the fan in the fan base, so I don't think they're gonna kill her kill him off. Right. It's like if they kill a, a, a character like him off or May, that's when I think a lot of people are gonna drop the right. show because those are some of the best characters. Right. But um, so we're gonna see a redemption story out of Deathlock. Not really a redemption story because he's under control. He can't do anything. I think right, it's gonna be, I, I think it's gonna be a, an a story where he actually managed to break out and then become a superhero. Okay. okay. Do you think there'll be friction on the team between some of them thinking Deathlock is a bad guy and he's gone because he can't be saved? Well, and the they, others they, say well, he's under control. And... Well, they don't know that Deathlock 
they don't even know that it's Mike. They don't even know what Deathlock okay. is. They don't even know that he exists. True. <clears throat> but <clears throat> it seems that John Garrett may know something about it because, um, or may be interested in that program right. because there's a line apparently in the next episode, which is his first appearance. It was revealed through <clears throat> Marvel's Twitter feed that tell me more about the Deathlock and Cybertech program. And by the way, speaking of Cybertech, <clears throat> great introduction. I have we ever right. seen Cybertech in the MCU? <clears throat> no, we haven't. Okay, but I could also see that company got some of this equipment tying into uh, the creation of Ultron. What? I could I could see some of these these this technology being used to create Ultron. Possibly. Or being used by bad guys to corrupt Ultron. We will see what hap- what happens. I'm just, just throwing that out there. It's an interesting theory. And the last thing yeah. we see of uh, Mike in this episode is they zoom into his leg, and we see the name Deathlock, which is cool. But before but our, but before we go to to the um, the Twitter section, Sky's fate. I I was really nervous here when this happened. I mean, because you knew all the the hate that was getting slung towards Sky, Andy. I I I know. I've read. You know. Yeah, I've seen. And I was really worried it got to the writers' heads. Yeah, and here's the thing. Uh, I don't. I don't even. I don't think they would kill her up because of. The fan response. And the thing is, people are really starting to warm up to Sky. Ever since episode, <clears throat> I agree. The magical place, people have been really selling, buying that idea of her as a character. People are right. really enjoying that she's. And I think it's now that she now people trust her. She can actually she's actually does care about the team a lot, and um, so yeah. Because I think <laughs> I think killing a character is the easy way out. Yeah, and but if they do that based on pressure from the fans yeah then that's not good writing that's not a good way to handle your handle your show to be honest no i agree i agree gone i think fixing the character shows talent and admitting that there's problems that's fine but killing them off just to fix it going not to hear a bad controversy that's an upsetting thing yeah so you but, but basically you were but it wasn't the case yeah but you were basically terrified when that happened like because you didn't know where they were going yeah, I was like, okay, how are they going to get out of this? Because I just didn't see it coming. I didn't see it going here at all. Yeah, we only knew from the based on the trailer for this episode that somebody was going to be seriously injured because Coulson. We we see. And I thought it was going to be Coulson. But Dan, we saw in the trailer that he was talking to somebody, saying, no, "Please right. don't die, please don't die." Right. And he was holding somebody, but his, the camera was more zoomed into his face, so they, they didn't see who it was that he was holding. Right, and and you thought it was Fitzsimmons, didn't you? I thought I thought it was May actually. Okay, well that would have been dumb. Yeah, and uh, I just hope Sky's not out of commission for too long. I here's the thing: I have a theory, and I don't know what you think think about this. Okay, so we know she has some sort of power or powers, and I've been saying to my to my friends who love the show and a bit on Twitter that I think that her powers are actually going to activate and save her. That's very possible. Even though it's not a... She got shot two times. By the way, I was yeah. freaked out when when uh, when Quinn 
walked up to her and hugged her and shot her again. I'm like, you living psychopath. Yeah. But I, I really like this actor. He's so good as a villain. Well, I, th- I think you take him so much more seriously now as a villain. Yeah, his first episode wasn't a really good example, but right. for the past two episodes that he's been in, yes. I'm really impressed. I agree. I agree. And, and it shows that he's willing, I mean, how far he's willing to go to accomplish what he wants. I just feel that it would have been so much cooler, though, if they'd actually just cast him in a ro- in a villain role from the from the comics. Yeah. Because there is that aspect of the show that people are like, oh, it's not interesting because it's just original characters. There are no characters from the comic books. Right. So, but I don't know. I I, I think work. they were stuck because Justin Hammer was kind of taken. Yeah, he would. This guy would have been so much better as Justin Hammer. Uh, right. I, Sam Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Sam Rockwell kind of took it, so and, they were stuck. And he didn't really do a good job. I didn't really enjoy him as. Although maybe some the, people the, liked it, others didn't. Maybe the point was that we were supposed to be annoyed by him, but it was just like, I just didn't like the actor that much. Great. Right. Well, they kind of made him look like an idiot. And that's just not, not what I know from the comics. It's, yeah. The thing I want to talk about in this aspect, in this arc, is it was this is an 8 p.m. show, guys. That is a on ABC, yeah. based on Marvel characters and Marvel on the Marvel universe, and you know that they're probably kids watching. And yeah, I, look, I'm not being the con. You know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, ABC, you're you're just so violent. And everything. I actually like that they actually are this brutal. And this, the show is right. now in its perfect tone. Because, Dad, have we ever seen any of these characters being in risk? You know, they've been in, in true danger? Not really. Not really. Aside from this Simmons. Episode. Yeah. Simmons in, uh, in, in episode 6, where... Which I... Here's the thing. I, I like that there are more stakes now. Yeah. And, you know, some people may... Don't... Maybe perhaps the, some of the... Um, some fans may not care about the characters at all, but I, I do know there's a lot of fans that do actually care about these characters. So when something like that right, happens, that's where this episode succeeded. Yeah, you 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 cry, you cry, you care, and if you if you fell off with the storytelling, okay, but it succeeded in the sense that you know the stakes are raised. We felt these characters were in danger. Yeah, and. I think Sky is going to survive. It's just a matter yeah. of how. And um, yeah, I-, I cried when everybody was mourning. Basically, like when when Simmons started to shake and cry and everything, that was just yeah, that was heartbreaking to see. Well, it was. I mean, Sky has kind of rallied the team together when Coulson went down, and so to have your <laughs> kind of inspiration go down or your 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 team support go down that's a little rough it is rough i i always want to call her the cheerleader i don't know if that's too sappy what do you mean well she's always the one that's motivating everybody <laughs> well i don't think it's a sh- well it's okay so she's kind of like a cheerleader which i don't really see how but you know, she's the, the optimism in the in the group great that's a better way of saying that and that's because she comes from a world that is not shield. Right. 
And so it was kind of like a loss of innocence for the team when she went down. Yeah, and we see Ward getting pissed off and smashing, you know, hitting the car. Thank thank Lord it wasn't Lola. Right. Because a lot of them, I think they blame themselves. You know, they should have been there. They should have done this and that. No, I I don't think it's anyone's fault. No, it's not anyone's fault. It's Quinn's fault. And I'm glad that it can't actually at, at once. Yes. Okay, it's going to see. It's going to be interesting in how all the characters react to this and handle this moving forward. Because you know, I because really, I think Ward is going to get kind of dark. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I think <clears throat> the thing that's going to happen now is because this this has been happening for the past few episodes, which I really like. Which is this is now a team. You believe in them as a team, right. as a family. You be, you know when they react right. this like this, you know that. They generally care about each other, and it's it's painful for them. Great, exactly. And like they're gonna do everything they can to save Sky, and I'm like, I, I, I'm wondering if they're gonna bring bring back if they, if they're gonna take that um, what was it called the thing that they put it in the cryo chamber or something I don't know. Yeah. And. Um, Cryo tube. Yeah, I'm glad. I hope they they, they actually did bring it with them. I'm assuming they did. Yeah. No, but I didn't really, <clears throat> I didn't really have any issues with this episode. I was really pleased. It's one of my favorite episodes right. of the season. Wow. Uh, Stanley's cameo was a genius. Yeah. And like. <laughs> what was that? What? What was that you just said? St- Stanley's cameo was just pure genius, as always. Yes. I agree. They they always do a great job with those cameos. Yeah, and uh, and also like we said, he his you know his big role that some some of the websites were claiming was going to be a r- big role wasn't really that big. I thought he was going right. to be in a few more scenes, to be honest. I agree. But uh, overall, great episode. I I think I may have liked it a bit more than you did, Dan. Yeah, again, I I was feeling a little under the weather, so yeah, and it's it's really hard to yeah, like when I'm sick, which I am right now, like I'm I have so much trouble appreciating like anything I watch or see, like I'm like right. oh it sucks or whatever whatever, but I really enjoyed enjoyed this episode and where it ended, I was satisfied though. I will say that. Yeah, and like I'm very I'm very much so looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, and great performance by everybody. I I think Lauren LeFranc and. Rafe Judkins, they did an amazing job with the writing there. This is one of the best scripts of the season so far. I feel that yeah. it's really adjusting to its balanced tone now that the show has. And, and director Paul Edwards did a phenomenal job too with the train sequence and so on. Because it's not easy. Like I know they were actually, I don't think they were actually in a moving train. It was probably green screen and so on. But right. there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of shaky sequences and so on, and a lot of big action scenes and so and everything. So it's, I yeah. I really enjoyed it. So the she was really doing well, really improving, and so on. And um, yeah, the, the, the ratings-wise, they're still they still ended up number two in the in the in the time slot in the ratings, and um, it was still. I think it's basically gonna get like six million viewers now every week or something, <clears throat> which is fine, I guess. That's solid. Um, but the DVR numbers are actually really high because once the DVR numbers comes in, it's up at like nine million viewers, and I think it's because of NCS. I agree. And so on, but now let's jump to, to what you guys had to say about this episode. We, but first, we have a question from 
Life is Magic by Bra um, A.K. Brad Magic, was the bionic leg a Stark technology look, sure looked like Iron, Man, Iron Man's armor. And I said to him, that's an interesting question. We'll bring it on the podcast. I, I, don't, I don't know, Brad. I really don't know if that was Stark technology. I would not be surprised, though. I wouldn't be surprised if Quinn stole it somehow. Or ripped off Stark somehow on the material. Wouldn't it be cool if in, if, uh, if in Avengers Age of Ultron, Tony refers to, like, you know, there was this prick who stole some, you know, some armor and technology from me. That would be funny. Uh, so, yeah, but he also said this about the episode. Girl power in tonight's episode. Simmons took a grenade. Sky went in alone. And yeah. Agent May saved the guys. Yeah. <clears throat> um, even though Joss Whedon isn't that involved with the show in terms of writing... It's it's mostly because of him that these females are so strong because he created these characters along with Jed and Marissa. So, yeah, that's why they're strong. I agree. Uh, let's see now. Uh, William A. Swartz at Rocket Punch Will, which, by the way, I need to give a little shout-out to, uh, you know, an extra shout-out because um, he does a podcast called, from what I understand, Secret Space Base. And on his recent episode, yeah. he did give us a great shout-out and uh, really said that we were, you know, they... He really said he enjoys the podcast, told people to listen to us, so on. And so, William, thank you so much for that shout-out. Uh, guys, hit, head over to secretspacebase.blogspot.com if you, if you want to listen to his podcast. Uh, really interesting discussion. Dave. It's, it's about a lot of things, so on. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's about sci-fi and uh, so on. It's a, it's a really cool podcast, so thank you, William, cool so news. much. And um, his response was, really amazing episode. Love the latest character developments. Another month till the next episode is frustrating. Yeah, and you know, whoever whoever invented Winter Olympics, screw you. Yes. I don't even, I don't even watch the Olympics at all. It's so boring. Go on. It sounds like a disaster because I guess the Olympic Village isn't built yet, and the water's bad there, and all this stuff. <coughs> Suits them right. I'm still. Yeah. No, I. Whatever. I know. <coughs> I know it's tradition and everything, but that it, the fact that it's affecting every TV show that I'm watching, almost every TV show, show that I'm watching right now, yeah. sucks. But hopefully, when she, I, I said it on Twitter, and I'm, I, I don't have any confirmation yet on this, but I believe that when the show comes back in Mars, we're gonna have a full run of episodes. We don't, we're not gonna have any more breaks. To I agree. Unless they're gonna try to, because the voice is gonna be a problem, but uh, but we we need to support the show as much as we can. I I think they're gonna avoid breaks if all possible. Yeah. Uh, then we have God, um, the good thing is everything's on break. That's true. So it gives us yeah a, a lot of breaks then and so on and right because we you know we this is not the only podcast we have we have a lot of shows going on and I think it would be good for us to get a break. But it's sad for Shield that it came back for one episode. But it's the thing I, that I really liked was. They end it on a big cliffhanger that is yeah. that makes you want to see more. I agree. <clears throat> so then we uh, then we have from um, uh, Juliana Ray Venom at uh, G Ray Venom. I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name. It yeah. was an amazing episode, and I loved the way it followed the different characters through different perspectives. I liked it yeah. too. I agree. And then we have from Zombie Tabby. Uh, best episode so far. Characters are starting to become more distinctive, and I think my heart and I think my heart stopped when Sh Sky was shot. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't really think it was going to be her. I really honestly thought it was going to be May. Not that I hate me. You guys know how much right. Mingna went, but I felt like it would be huge if she got shot. Yeah. 
Uh, then we have from um, God Megan. I laughed, cried, smiled. I really enjoyed Stanley's cameo, plus seeing Colson so protected over Sky at the end. So sweet. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mackenzie Land at uh, D. Crowder Fan. I was right. Colton does see Sky as a daughter. He was so close to tr- to cry. I almost cried for yeah. him. Did he really like? I yeah. I I can agree that he may look at Sky as like a daughter, but yeah. Some people are really st- still believing that Colton is her dad. That ain't the case, yo. Yeah, I, I don't think so, but I think they are that close. Yeah, and I and I like that because she never had. You know, we don't. She doesn't know her, her parents. What I think that represents the life that Coulson gave up, too. I didn't think he could have with a family and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, then we have from Hiddles Educates. Uh, yeah. They have certainly come back with a, with a vengeance. Uh, my love for Agent May only grows after tonight. Uh, yeah, May now went for the win. The fact that Agent yeah. May was trending worldwide that night. That's a huge, hugely popular character right now. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised if she actually end up, ends up in the comics. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, uh, Raccoon Natic said, multi-layer <laughs> storyline, Stan the Man, and the Origin of Deathlock. Yeah, th- those were great parts, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. really were. Then we have from Carrie at um, Cat Raken. Uh, Clark and, and uh, Br- um, Brett Dalton trying to figure out how to use the tech on the bus made me laugh. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. You figured that Colson would probably know okay. how to work this stuff because he's been with Shield with the longest. <clears throat> yes. Like, so how did he? Okay. Yeah. Never mind. But he's also old school. True. Or a bit old-fashioned because sometimes yeah. we need a little bit old-fashioned. Right. Exactly. Uh, Chloe Bennett weekly calling for help when trying to help herself broke my heart. Uh, seeing uh, Ian DeKester avenging um, Elizabeth Henstrick was sweet. Uh, hearing Chloe Bennett attempting a Scottish accent. Um, Ian DeKester nailed sounding like an American, <coughs> and he- Elizabeth Henry yelling at Clark Gregg, uh, followed by him being sc- scolded by the, uh, by Stanley, was one of the best Marvel moments. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> like I would just want to see Stanley just walk into the Avengers room and say, "You guys are nuts. Yeah. D- did you do you know what do you know what this leader of yours did? He killed one of your members and then brought him back, messed up." <coughs> I am so not giving it an Excelsior right now. Yeah. <coughs> and, um... <coughs> that. Yeah. And then we have, uh, finally, we have an email from Nikki, who runs um, Agent Colson's Army on Twitter. Very nice. At iHeartColson. She's... We really appreciate your emails. And uh, here's what she had to say about this episode. Yeah. Tuesday's episode after a two-week absence was worth the wait. I'd wonder if the creator would cameo... If the creator would cameo on an episode as he was in all Marvel pro- uh, pro- projects... Stanley Perry lends more credibility to the film, shows animated series that are based on his work. Almost as if, if he gives his approval, uh, he created S.H.I.E.L.D. It's only right that he pops up in, into an episode. While he didn't create Agent Cold or his team, it, it's because of him that they exist. His cameras are always perfectly timed and just enough for us to, to say, Hey, Stan! Um, the episode track was, m- most, was most amply named. Um... The episode attract was most uh, appropriately named, not only because we began the journey on the train, but because the writers took us along for each character, um, or duos tracks uh, tracks through the show. Um, once we got the mission, we followed each t- team member's um, tracks towards the final station, Quinn. Coulson and Ward struggled with the with the tech on the bus. Simmons tried to track the package. Oh, 
another track. May getting worked over okay. by our baddie, while fits with a pretty damn good American accent, and Sky, whose Scottish accent was interesting. Follow away yeah. with the bad guys to quit. <laughs> the rise really gave us more character development by pairing the team up the way they did. Love Colson's heart to heart, if you if you can call it that, if you can call it that, with word about May, uh, which we didn't really talk about, but it was just it was funny, but it wasn't really a main focus for me to be honest. Yeah, but Colson does make a point. He should. Ward, if Ward is doing that, he he should be able to he should be able to at least say the word sex. Yeah. Um. On on first viewing, I was kind of shocked that Sky would go into the compound on her own. She's not an agent, barely barely been trained, and really impulsive. Then I remember Sky is impulsive. It made and it made sense again. Colton was a bit impulsive in the Avengers, taking the destroyer gun and threatening Loki, and it looks like Sky followed suit. Cody's emotional response about his feeling of responsibility towards Sky. Uh, he and her, and he and her. Add to that, he knows her origin story. Cody is protective of his people. Highlights: Stand the man, make kicking serious ass, and of course, all things Colson. Said from my iPhone 4s because Colson would want that th- that way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, as always, great email. I agree basically with everything that you said. Sky is impulsive indeed, but that's that makes sense for her to be that. I agree. But but yeah, guys, thank you all so much for the emails and uh, the tweets. Remember, guys, if you want to have your thoughts read on the show, tweet me at ShieldAssemble after episodes have aired. And also, just to, <clears throat> while I got you here, I do appreciate when you guys tweet in and say, you know, oh, I loved it, it was great, and so on. But what we really, inf- what we would really appreciate is getting a more detailed feedback. Like, what did you like? For example, listen to all right. these tweets we got this week. Kind of like those tweets. Try to give us examples of like, what did you enjoy the most. Because, it, you know, as, mu- as, as much as we love hearing that people really love the episode, we want to know why. So if you can do that, I, we would really appreciate that. And if you want to email us and give us a longer feedback, you can do it uh, at um, acrosstheairways at gmail.com. For sure. Yes. But now, guys... You can do that. You can visit our website at acrosstheairways.com too. Yep. Yeah, and we're going to head into closing now, actually. So... Sounds good. Yeah, you can follow the podcast at Shield Assemble on the Twitter, and you can follow me yeah. on my personal account at Samir ninety three. Across Airways um, is on Twitter at Across Airways, and uh, you can like Across Airways on Facebook and Google, and follow it on Google Plus, and also make sure to listen to us on Stitcher Radio, which are we are For trying sure. to put. We are pushing a lot now, actually, since <clears throat> since Dan discovered that we were on Stitcher Radio. Kind of works much better than our other uh, podcast apps. Yeah, ex- totally. I totally agree. And um, you can check out our other podcasts on acrosstheirways.com as well. Make yep. sure to check out shieldsite.net, the, the website run by Craig Byrne, one of my good friends. And uh, while there are no images for episode 14, uh, who, which ti- the title which we will reveal soon in the spoiler section, uh, he, there, there's been a new cast gallery um, it, it released. There. There's yes. been a new cast, gal- um, cast images release on the web, uh, that he has put out on the website yeah. with uh, all the cast members really good good looking pictures and he also has a lot of inter- interviews with um, uh, he also did a, a couple of interviews with the people uh, on the shield set when he was uh, doing his set visit with other journalists so make sure to check out that good stuff and you can find him on Twitter sure. at shield site and on Facebook um, just look for uh, shield site and uh, <clears throat> yeah you can um, yeah, and that's it basically. We and uh, I, I could say this. I I know that 
I'm going to be back for... I'm going to be doing a few episodes. I'm still going to do episodes during the hiatus. Uh, I don't know if Dan is going to be joined by... With, with me. We are, I'm, I'm working out a few things with some people that may come on and... Um, cool means. Yeah, so we're going to... Helicare is still going to be around for the next... Um, uh, two three weeks uh, as, uh, while the show is on hiatus. The show will return on on March fourth. Remember yes. that eight seven central on ABC Tuesday night. Remember that we because the the voice is gonna come back. I don't give I get I don't give an, I don't give an f about that show. I think it's ridiculous. So we can't let that show beat us. We all we already have problems with NCS that should just die yeah. because that's like. Why? Why would people watch that? Seriously, um, I'm sorry. This is why. I'm, this is why it's not good for me to pocket when I'm sick because I get <laughs> nasty. But, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. But yeah. If so, um, Helicarrier special is going to be running for the next few weeks. A few we- few weeks. But <clears throat> if you're not thinking of spoilers, uh, I'm Andrew Back. Can I be Dan Schmidt? And we will see you next time on the Helicarrier. One of their own, barely alive. If there's something in here, a treatment that can save her, we need to find it. But a mission to secure a cure. This is S.H.I.E.L.D. There are always secrets. Reveals an even deadlier mystery. The whole place is rigged to blow. Bill Paxton guest stars on the series that just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, feels good, huh? Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All new Tuesday, March 4th on ABC. And see episodes anytime on Watch ABC and ABC On Demand. And what you just heard was the trailer for episode 14 of Marvel Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. called Tahiti. Yes. And here is the official description. <laughs> Colson goes on, on the attack to save Sky, enlisting to aid a Ward's former SO, uh, SO John Garrett, starring, uh, guest starring Bill Paxton, and un- uncovers shocking truths about his own life and S.H.I.E.L.D. And the guest starring in this episode is going to be Bill Paxton's John Garrett, Marvel's agent yes. John, Ga- John Garrett, and apparently... Elena Satin as Lorelei. Now I don't. Here's I don't know if the, we did, we do not see her in the trailer. From what I've heard, she was gonna appear in episode fifteen. She, her she's still gonna be in episode fifteen, but I had heard she was gonna appear in that episode only. There, there was no talk that she was gonna in in episode fourteen, the, the one before uh, okay. the latest one. But I think that we may. Here's what I think what's gonna happen. We will see her at the end. And that will be the lead-in for next week for the next episode afterwards, as a tease. I don't think she's gonna have a big role in this episode, right. uh, or it's just a, it's a, it's a, they they miswrote it. Of course, she has something to do with Tahiti, or or healing Coulson. Yeah, and then he uses that in turn to heal Sky. I don't know. Got the possibility. Yeah, in the trailer we see that people, are, you know, the doctors are trying to save her. And um, Sky and, and Warden Colson are doing their thing, and we do, we do see uh, John Garrett and um, 
I'm really excited about this character, to be honest. I, I've done some research now on this character, and uh, <clears throat> he has a nice, he's an interesting backstory, and and I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm still amazed that they were able to get somebody as big as Bill Paxton. It's really cool, but if it's going to connect to Agents of Shield, could make I mean to the Captain America movie, it makes apps it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, especially if Bill Paxton could possibly show up in the movie. Yeah, because he's a big enough actor, he could go be in both places. Uh, there was um, a couple of weeks ago. I remember seeing a photo taken by the guy who plays Agent um, Blake, who was in an episode this season. He's already coming back, um, and I don't know if it's this episode, or whatever. But in the photo that I saw, uh, I think that was it was erased afterwards. But I was I was able to save it, and um, in the photo we see. Um, we see Agent J- um, John Garrett, Victoria Hand, and yeah. Agent Blake, and it was taken by the guy who plays Agent Sidwell. Okay. Four Marvel characters in one episode. <clears throat> That's kind of a big deal, yo. That's exciting. It's a great way to come back. And I, I, hiatus. I don't. I think it's episode fifteen that he's going to be. That, that, that's when they're all there together. Yeah, the trailer sh- yeah. Um, shows us. Um, that also showed that May is going nuts on Quinn. Glad she should. Yeah, I think I don't think it, it's what, going to finally come out to see how much um, May really does care about Sky. She's always cared about Sky. It's just that she, right? She is built the way she is. Yeah, I just I don't know if everyone else has seen it yet. Yeah, but they will. Now, what 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 do you expect about this episode? What do I expect about the Tahiti episode? Yeah, I expect Bill Paxton to be a big part of it. God, I don't know if he and Coulson are either going to work together or butt heads over what to do about Sky, and how to handle that. God, I feel like Bill Paxton might be the voice of reason that keeps everyone going for revenge, but we'll see. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. For sure. And um, why Tahiti? They, oh, they better not. They better not do the same thing they did to Coulson, Sky. I, I think they may think about <laughs> doing it. Corey tries to get them to do it, and then they ultimately decide that's a bad idea. Yeah, we probably... <coughs> remember, <coughs> we're probably not going to see Sam Jackson in this episode. He may, we may hear a reference, though. I think Bill Paxton may kind of represent that role. I still think that they should bring in Nick Fury's son to be a representative of the, of uh, to have a you know to have that kind of um, Fury figure there. Yes, but it's also going to depend on what's going to happen with God uh, Captain America. When it's older, yeah. Because of that that trailer showing that Nick Fury could be in well, he, trouble. So. Well, he's he's been injured at least. That's what we know. Right. But uh, but yeah, we, um, so and also Quinn is going to be in this ep- in this episode, and um, yeah, I I'm excited about this ep- this um, this episode that's going to air. Uh, it's got, it's also written by Jeffrey Bell, who's one of my favorite writers on the show. Yes, and it's going to be directed by Bobby Rove. Um, and Jeffrey, they're going to go all out coming back. And I think you know Jeffrey Bell is one of the be- and he's also one of the executive producers. And he is seriously one of the best writers of the show because ep- his episode, his first episode, did change the whole tone of the show. I agree. 
But but yeah, guys, that's our spoiler section. Um, you you you're gonna probably get hear you're probably gonna hear me in the next coming weeks. Maybe Dan will be with us, but um, we will see. But yeah. Um, but yeah, ha- uh, until then, guys, have a good one and um, keep watching Shield. <laughs>